Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Okay, welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat shit. We just love that saying, don't we, Mark? I love it and live it. Uh, Marla's out on sick leave today. She had a little bit of surgery, and she's doing well. So all everybody say a nice little prayer for her. We're going to make you happy today. We're not going to be negative. One thing, we're not going to be negative today, Mark. We're going to be happy people, and we're going to we're going to forward what? What are we going to do? We're positive. We're positive people. That's right. Thank you, Mark. shit together or what, Mark? Renegade Nation, thank you very much for um, listening to us. We really appreciate it. We're just climbing up and getting bigger and bigger. Look out, everybody. We're coming after you. You're not getting bigger. I'm getting bigger. I know you're getting fatter. I eat well enough to get bigger because I ate a lot last night during the football game. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up about eating, and I want everybody to know that we are very happy today. We're not going to be negative. We're not going to say naughty things or bad things. We're going to just be We're going nice. to find the positive side of everything that we bring to you. The positive, there is a yeah. positive side. We had a meeting yesterday with the staff of Renegade, and we have decided that all we're going to- All two of us. All two of us. No, there's three of us, Mark. No, there's more than that. You have to be honest with the people. We have five. We do. We do. You just don't know about the other two. Oh. Okay. Anyway, so we are going to be happy. People have been complaining that we're negative. So we have decided to change our ways of doing things. So there'll be no more fucking cursing. Oh, I'm sorry. Cursing. Uh, There'll be, uh, we're going to be very nice and happy. And we're going to be like everybody else. Vanilla? Uh, Yeah. No more sex Friday. No more swingers. We're not going to do any of that. We're not going to smoke dope. We're going to cancel everything out. And we're just going to talk about happiness and being positive. And maybe we'll make this radio station into a um, motivational type of radio station to motivate you every day to get up and do your thing and make money and be happy just like us. Well, you're having the worst effect on me already because I'm not interested in anything but cannabis and sex and food. Well, and no, you just that, took two of that's my, vanilla. I mean, you yeah, took two of my best things away. I know. Well, you got one left, food. That's not enough. That's all I want. I'm going to be positive. No more. I'm going to, go, I, I'm going to try to change that meaning. I'm tired of being uh, cursed out and, told, and called all kind of names because I'm not positive. Yes, that's... Well, there, yeah, there's some truth to that. Yes, I can see that. But we have a positive thing to share with people about McDonald's. And this is very, yeah, this is about, yeah, this is about being happy. It's called a happy meal. Now, that See, that starts out right off the bat. A happy meal. It's a happy meal. From McDonald's. Yeah, and Lennon, uh, King Todd, and McDonald's Happy Meal. What do they all have in common, Mark? Does any, do, 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 do you know? Preservatives and preservatives. No, it's a shocking um, resistance to Mother's Nature cycle of decom- decomposition. Really? Yeah. They don't decompose? I mean, I'm just being happy about this whole thing. Well, now. wait, wait. Time out. I disagree with that uh, already because every time I shit one. Uh, don't, don't, de- hey, whoa, whoa. Don't curse on this radio station. I'm sorry. When you poop. <laughs> I have a BM bowel movement. We are trying to get more. <laughs> when Christ- I defecate. We're trying to get more Christian people to listen to the station, Mark. And saying shit, I'm sorry, will not cut it. 
You cannot be cursing right, and carrying on. I defecate, it doesn't defecate. look like a Big Mac to me when it right. comes out. Well, that's the disturbing point brought home by the latest project of a New York City-based artist and photographer, Sally Davies, who bought a McDonald's Happy Meal back in April, and she left it out on the kitchen to see how well it would hold up over time. Now, Mark, the results. It's obvious to me she doesn't keep a very clean kitchen if she's leaving food around since April. That's right. Stay positive, Mark. Yeah. Thank you. Now, the only change that I could see after the um, six months of being kept around is it became hard as a rock. Okay. It didn't decompose. So no green, no mold? No stink, no nothing. Really? Yep. So she proceeded to uh, photograph the Happy Meal each week and posted the pictures to uh, Flickr, Flickr to, re- uh, to, to record the results of her experiment, Mark. And now just over six months later, the Happy Meal has yet to even grow any mold. Wow. And she told the New York da- the Daily Mirror in London that the food is plastic to the touch and has an acrylic sheen to it. Is this true even for the bun? Yeah, they're saying the bun, too. The bun doesn't the, decompose yeah, the, to get mold? We're, we're going to put the picture of the Happy Meal on Renegade after, you know, during the show. I mean, probably an hour after. You'll see the Happy Meal picture with the Happy Hamburger and the Happy French Fries and the bun. Wow. Yep. Now... <clears throat> She also said the, uh, that the, she initiated this project to prove a friend wrong. This friend was telling her that she didn't believe any of this, that uh, she, he believed that any burger would mold or rot within two to three days of being left on a counter. Thus began what's become known as the Happy Meal Art Project. Damn. Yeah. Get that, Mark. So I see something positive in this. The food, you don't need a refrigerator. No, you don't. No, just put it on the counter, and then I guess if it's not creating mold or any kind of decomposition, you just stick it in the microwave with a little bit of water, warm it back up, and then eat it. How about just eat half of it and have half of it a week later? Yeah, you don't need refrigeration. That's, that's, I love it. That's a positive. That's a positive side. You are very positive, Mark. Thank, Thank you. you. Save I, energy. I told my friend about a school teacher who kept a McDonald's burger for 12 years, and that it hasn't changed at all. <laughs> and he didn't believe me when I told him about it. So I thought I was, he thought I was crazy, and I shouldn't believe any everything that I read, so I decided to try it my Myself. Now, that, this is a lady that's like me. I believe everything I read, I see, I hear, I breathe, because I'm so positive. These people, I just bow down to them. Thank God they're here to save my life and to protect me. I want to do this experiment. What about, why don't we go and buy our Happy Meal? Yeah, where are we going to keep the Happy Meal out here? Oh, we'll, just, you? <laughs> we'll just stick it in my house. Okay, you can keep it. I have a clean out. house. No, but you, you, have, you have a problem, Mark. You'll eat it. You're a fucking fat buffoon. I will always have... I'm sorry, I cursed again. I have enough food to deal with that issue. Anyway, so Davey's friend was the person who should have done the additional research. Now, wellness and nutrition educator Karen Hanoran has indeed uh, kept a a McDonald's hamburger since 1996 to show clients and students how resistant fast food can be to decomposition. How wow. fast it will not it will not decompose. I'm curious. You know what? We're going to do a couple. We're going to we're going to expand on this because we're going to go Jack in the Box, Burger King, Carl's Jr., all those, you know, and there Wendy's and Wendy's, and we're going to find out they all have the same type of uh, decomposition. Every time now, I, I want to be positive here. Every time I eat that stuff, and this happened about 25 years ago, it started. I would stink. There was a stench coming out of me. And it was like, Ew, what is that? I mean, but before I ate the hamburger, I was fine. And then after the next day, then I didn't stink again because I got it out of my system. That crap is not good. It's filled with, there's, now here's what McDonald's is saying. This is really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here you go. Now, Renegade Nation, go to Yahoo News. It's all over the news. Go to Google. Just type in McDonald's Happy Meal hamburger or whatever. But we're positive. We're trying to bring happiness to you and your family. 
The family's important. Yeah, the food will last. Right. Um, in response to Davis pro- Davies' project, McDonald's spokesperson, uh, Teresa Riley, of course, she's paid quite well to say these things. Uh, the upshot, a statement defending the quality of the chain's food. Uh, Riley's email also blasted Davies' completely unsubstantiated work. How about unsubstantiated? It sat there for six months. That's substantiated, I would say. McDonald's hamburger patties in the United States are made with 100% USDA inspected ground beef, Riley wrote. Our hamburgers are cooked and prepared with salt, pepper, and nothing else. No preservatives, no fillers. Our hamburger buns are baked locally, are made from North American grown wheat flour, and include common government-approved ingredients designed to assure food quality and safety. Mm. According to Dr. Michael Doyle, Director, Center for Food Safety at the University of Georgia, from a scientific perspective, I can safely say that the way McDonald's hamburgers are freshly processed... No hamburger would look like this after one year unless it was tampered with or held frozen. We are going to do this. We're going to find out. We're, We're going to do it. I, I just want to do McDonald's. I just want to do the Happy Meal just, just for the hell of it. Okay. Just for the hell of it. Just All do right. one. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so we wanted to start off with a very happy, positive approach to the show and to Renegade Nation and to all of our listeners because we're happy and we're going to stay happy and we're going to stay positive and we want to help everybody. Yes, we do. Just like Obama did by giving General Electric, the parent company of NBC, $24.9 million in stimulus grants. $24.9 million. See, that is a positive thing. That is a positive thing. Now, that saves no, jobs. That saves jobs. Now, Renegade Nation, remember, NBC, the uh, big, big television network. Is that the Peacock? The Peacock Network. Ah, uh, the Peacock. NBC. Yeah, oh, always, oh, you know, one thing about Peacocks, it always reminded me of the Walt Disney uh program that I watched when I was a well, kid. Well, they, they took that away, didn't and, they? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it just reminds me of the good old days. Reminds me of Howard Stern. WNBC! <laughs> WNBC! That was so funny. Thank you, Howard, for that laugh. That was a fucking... It was great. Anyway, so the Obama administration now gave corporate giant General Electric, the parent company of NBC, $24.9 million in grants from the $787 billion economic stimulus. I, I, I find that to be very encouraging and very positive. Absolutely. I mean, fuck every... Oh, I'm sorry. Screw every... I'm sorry. Uh, forget the hell. The, the hell. Forget about all the people losing their jobs and forget about all the people but losing their homes. you save jobs here, but obviously. you save jobs here at NBC in New York. I always I, was yeah. wondering why, why is NBC... Why? As a news company, was always throwing out positive things towards Obama. A lot of people have been saying that. Now we yeah. know why. In fact, Brian Williams gets interviews with Obama in the Oval Office. How's that happen? Yeah. Nobody else. He is one hell of a piggy bank. I want you to stay positive, Mark. That positive. Was. Now, that was here's positive. Another, this is so positive. This is so, so <laughs> happy. I am so happy to tell you that despite getting the $24.9 million from the U.S. taxpayers, uh, General Electric decreased its U.S.-based employees. That means they fired 18,000 people in 2009. I guess they needed more stimulus money to hang on to those jobs. Well, they asked for more, and apparently they didn't get it. Or they probably said, hey, guys, if you want to move to China... They're working there. Now, here's, here's another really happy, positive point of view here about the stimulus package, Mr. Obama, and, of course, NBC. Obama? Okay, yeah, Obama. According to Standard & Poor's, and we know who they are, they're owned by Wall Street. But we're going to stay positive. They, they, they do really good jobs over there in New York. They're, I mean, they buy their $18 bagels. Everything is just great. <laughs> now, according to Standard & Poor's, GE took in just a, a, a tiny sum of money, Mark. I mean, you got to be able to have the television network survive this crisis. This is a crisis that we're that we're 
that we're heading into and that we're, we're going to be staying in for a while. And you got to help the television network so we can see crappy TV every night. Well, no. Crappy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Good TV. Thank you. I love. That's right. I don't want to hit Channel Four and I play blank screen. Yeah, I love. And they play football. I love NCIS Los Angeles. It really turns me on. Thank you. Uh, anyway, according to uh, Standard and Poor's, GE just took in a paltry amount of money. Only 156 billion dollars in revenue in 2009. That's all they took in. That is pathetic. I can see why Obama gave them the 24.9 million dollars. They needed it. Well, with that many employees of 18,000 losing their jobs, that saves the company a lot of money because mm-hmm. labor costs is so top heavy. Top heavy, yeah. Yeah. That's why we're not working over there. The pensions, they the medical they, benefits, yeah, yeah. yeah, everything. GE was the primary recipient of the 14, oh, they got 14 stimulus grants, a spokesperson for recovery.gov, confirmed to CNSnews.com. These 14 grants provided GE with $24.9 million in tax dollars on four additional stimulus grants, Mark. The primary recipient of the federal money hired GE as a contractor. Wow, it's who you know. Well, that's the way you do things. That's, yeah, it's normal business. That's why we're Sitting. That's how I got a job here with you. It's just I moved in next door. You like my looks. You like my talk. And, and I thought you were such a funny and upbeat guy. Yeah, and positive. you invited me oh, over. You're just terrific. That's what you, it's who you know and who you blow. At the end of 2008, GE employed 152,000 U.S. workers, according to its 2009 annual report. But at the end of 2009, according to the report, it only employed 134,000, thus a decline of 18,000 workers. I wonder where those 18,000 people went. They went to, oh, they went to ABC. <laughs> CNN? No, because I CNN's always unreviewable. A few of those people are actually uh, hooking up with cable TV now because mm-hmm. they've been laying off a lot of people in the news industry. Well, here's the thing. So since that's such a positive note that Obama gave um, NBC and GE uh, 24.9 million, see, on the other side, now the U.S. is spending at least 18.6 million per day to incarcerate illegal aliens. We can't throw them back, Mark. They are have th- to stay here. Are these people coming from a different place? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Illegal aliens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Aliens. They're coming from the uh, planet X that's headed our way. Oh, planet. With the solar flares. Okay. They got all, yeah. Now, U.S. Where, tech, where, can you say that amount again each day? Uh, yeah, it's 18.6 million per day to incarcerate illegal, illegal aliens. More than 195,000 illegal aliens are deported in fiscal 2010 had committed crimes here, Mark. Oh, my God. Oh, that's probably why. I, I thought these Mexican people and these aliens were nice people. Jeez, what's wrong? Oh, they probably got arrested for simple things like jaywalking. Oh, my God. Or walking the wrong way on the street or riding their bicycles without a helmet. You know, simple little things. Just think if they were spending the $18.6 million to help people that are in foreclosure, what would happen? Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. We just need to bring more ideas up like well, this that is to more help po- out our politicians. Yeah, more positive, right. more uh, innovative ideas to help the American taxpayer and their families to make sure that they get everything that they deserve in richness and fullness of their life. But $16 million <laughs> a day. No, 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 no. You're $2 million off, Mark. Oh, it's $18.6 million. So $18 million a day to keep mm-hmm. illegal immigrants who have broken our laws mm-hmm. to be incarcerated and we only sent out 200,000 illegals mm-hmm. last year uh, 300,000 300,000 yeah, go back go. across the border mm-hmm. and this 
do they get, break it down like uh, what nationality we're talking about? Are they uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're saying um, they're foreign nationals have come into the U.S. from all over the place. They committed crimes. They've been captured. They've been in prison. And the U.S. taxpayers pay for all wow. of that. Instead I'm of, glad we are so humane to we, these people. I, I, I am too. I don't think we should ship them back. They need to stay here in the custody of the U.S. where they have happy meals and they have a warm <laughs> bed and they have... No, you can't be nasty anymore, Mark. It doesn't... It, it doesn't work. I mean, look at Rush Limbaugh and the rest of these people. They just, they just, all they do is talk negative. And I think if you talk positive, that you'll help people and you'll motivate people to do the right thing. Well, and this got, is the right thing. You got me convinced. I'm convinced. I'm convincing myself. Well, we should ask them if they would like a bus ride back home. Well, that's what uh, Sheriff Joe does in Arizona. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like, hey, guys, you need a little help with the bus pass? We'll give you a free bus ride. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that idea. It'll save us a little money. I think the bus pass will be cheaper than incarcerating that with that kind of... See, now, I think the U.S. government is not doing their job. They're, 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 it, the cost is uh, to house one in, just one inmate, Mark, is $22,650. A year. A year. Now, what they need to do is they need to increase that to 35000 and to make sure that they have everything they need to, to fit into society. They need racquetball courts. They need, um, you know, good food. They need kitchen utensils. They need gardening classes. They need to. The only problem with everything that you're sharing that if we give them things like that, they're going to utilize it in a negative way. No, no, but see, if they have the right people there, you know, that that will motivate them to do the right thing. Mark, Mark, if you you bring in Tony Robbins and people motivators, people that know how to motivate other people to do things, and these guys, these prisoners, will turn out to be good people. They actually motivate themselves in a more negative way because there is a story that is in Chandler, Arizona, that shows. That these people think a little differently than you and I. Well, see, if they would have gotten to this guy, this guy in Chandler, Arizona, he wouldn't have done this. But see, they're not doing the right thing. They need to motivate them. They need to be happy like we are. Well, and everybody else around us is happy. Everybody's happy. Our neighborhood's happy. Our, Obviously, we have a positive effect on our neighborhood. Yeah, our, our neighborhood's really we, positive. We only got one guy that we're working on. Yeah, so Chandler Police, this is in Chandler, Arizona, by yeah, the way. our neighbors. And, and, you know, I hope they don't ship those poor Mexicans back. I mean, they need a place to live. And they, they need, need a, physical and mental health. They, they need a place to thrive and to, and to uh, aid society and work in society and do the right thing for them and their families. Absolutely. I, I know now, Chandler Police are investigating the bizarre case of a man who was stabbed, decapitated, and left in a pool of blood in a central city apartment. One man has been arrested, uh, <clears throat> which, in which may be Chandler's first beheading. Now, see, if they would have gotten to these people earlier, the U.S. government, the taxpayers, this would have never happened. Or if the borders actually were borders. Oh, if they were borders. And there oh, were security yeah. that people that don't belong in our country... They would stay in their country. Now, the guy who killed the other guy, who beheaded the other guy, he's an undocumented immigrant, too. See? Now, who lived across the way from the murder scene. He rented a bed for $100 a month in a small apartment shared by five other day laborers, and he had lived there for three months, but apparently he must have had an issue. So these guys don't work a uh, graveyard shift. Uh, I guess not. They're only day... They just work uh, day laborers, huh? Yeah, they, I no guess night laborers. No, no, they're not night. They're not night laborers. Oh, no. Okay, I, I never heard of that. Story. See, now the other suspects involved in the beheading of this individual is Juan Campos Morales Aguilera, also known as Assi. Assy. Yeah, Assy. He's about five foot ten. He's 220 pounds. And uh, he was wearing a black shirt with a T-shirt and jeans. And then we have Jose David Castro Reyes. And then the third spec is El Joto. El Joto. Hey, El Joto. He sounds more Japanese. Now, we need, to, we need to find these guys. And we need to put them in a motivational 
uh, environment that that they know that they're going to live a healthy and happy life and that they're not going to be, behead anybody anymore, Mark. That's what the U.S. taxpayers need to be doing. I, I can't believe that I made fun. I would prefer just getting them on a bus and sending them back to their country and not even bothering with... Uh, no, I don't want that. I want them to stay here. They, they need to stay... We have to no, spend you can't so much be, money. Yeah, no, 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 no. You down, guys, no, no. You we get, spend no. too much money just in the court system, let alone then incarcerating them, and then we let them out instead of giving them back to the country they belong to, and so they just do the same crime again. I want them to be happy, and I want them to feel secure. Well, me too. I, and I, and I, people have called me a racist, and you know what? I, I'm going to change Renegade Nation. I'm going to be the person that says, I'm going to help you poor people. I'm going to make sure that you have everything that the, that the Americans have in the U.S. And I think we need to make a change. You can't do that, Rich. It depends on if the person wants to be changed. I'm happy and motivated now, Mark. Well, I'm a different I'm, person. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I, but, but if the person's not accepting I'm, what you're dishing but, out, but it doesn't I, matter. I'm, I'm going to spread my word like like a pastor. Like it, said, it works here in our neighborhood, but everybody else doesn't agree with the same philosophy. Oh, but the, I'll, I'll People try do to cha- think differently. I, I will try to change that. Is that is the power of free will. Oh. Remember that. Oh. People can choose good or bad. No, but I'm going to try to change them for the better, to make them a better people, to make them feel wanted and loved and have warmth. Well, Obama's trying to do that right now in his administration, and some people he does affect. Some people are not too happy with him right now. As much as he's been doing for our people, free health care. He's happy. Yes, nationalizing the banks. Helping the people with foreclosures. He's had Then why is everybody so uptight? I don't know. That's I just read that 86% of our nation is upset with him. I th- Angry. I th- every time I see somebody on the news, they look happy to me. And all the commercials look they happy. They need to listen Everybody's to happy. NBC more often, not Fox <laughs> News. Because Fox News is really negative. There's a, John Cusack is even oh, upset yeah. with Fox News. They said he, they, that Fox News is sata- satanic. No, no, that he wishes that. Oh. He wants to hook oh. up with Christine O'Donnell and oh. get the witchcraft out. Oh. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, John Cusack wants more witchcraft to be... Uh, transparent and go after I Fox agree. News. I love it. Because they're too negative. Mark, I would love to see her fly on a broom. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. You're listening to Renegade Talk. Non-stop shock radio. Welcome back to RenegadeTalk.fm where we're really happy today. We don't sugarcoat um, stuff. See, I'm changing. <laughs> my, my boss is really happy. He called me up when we got when we were off the air for, on the break, and he goes, Rich, this is terrific. You sound just absolutely great. FM. Uh, welcome on a Tuesday mm. as we are changing our attitudes here. Anyway, we're changing our tune. We're going to be happy. No more negativity here at Renegade. Sorry, you love Renegade Nation. Sorry to let you down. That was a good song. I had a happy time. I had happy times back then. Happy days are here Here again. We're back on the show, so you can hear it again. (laughs) Happy days are here again. Anyway, we are changing our attitudes, and our bosses are very, very happy with us because uh, our first day back on the air after getting uh, whiplash yesterday from them. And so, you know, I, I, I even feel good about myself now. 
You look good. I do. I feel good. My you're color's radiant. back. Yeah, I'm radiant because I'm so happy. And I love your hair color. Yeah, thank you very much. I got yes. my hair done. Yeah. So your you're, hairdresser you're, did a fine job. My hairdresser is a very good person. Yeah, he's a happy person too. Yeah. yeah. Mark is a very happy <laughs> Mark person. is a very happy person. Anyway, we want to continue on with happiness here at Renegade and no more negativity. And we're going to be very positive hey, in our approach to the news. Should we plug Mark? Oh, yeah. Mark is at City Salon, isn't he? On yeah, Main City Street? Salon on Main Street in, in Huntington Beach. In Huntington Beach, He's California. He's got a hot woman working next to him. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cat. Yeah, Cat. Hot, yeah. <clears throat> Cat, I love your hair color. Yeah, that red hair is really hot. You look hot in that hair color. I just love watching you while you're dealing with the girl next to me. Oh, I had a good time looking at that, too. Cat, but, I think I'm coming back next week for more color. That's why I wanted to stay there longer to get my hair. <laughs> I think, I think that's what Mark was doing, was keeping us there for a reason. Anyway, it was, it was a, that was a happy moment. It was a very happy time. Yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, question mark, who's sleeping with the boss? Everybody. This is a happy time. Everybody. We all know what happens. And, you know, Mark, all employees, you know, they have to, they all, all, everybody has a fling with the boss, not for love, but for power, m- money, power, money and power. Movement. Up. The, the hope is that if you sleep with the boss, Mark, that you get a promotion. The question is, does it work? I always like getting a rise. Never worked for me. I don't care for the raise. I want a rise. Anyway, this uh, group, uh, which consults in human resources, say that 17% of the 1,000 American workers it surveyed believe that having an affair with the boss can lead to a better... Relationship. Position. Uh, (laughs) Position. Relationship. It's like you get intimate with the person. You actually know the pros and cons. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing. Well, the other thing is when you go to work and you're having an affair, you're always happy. You can't wait to get there. Is it really classified as an affair just because you're sleeping with the boss? Yeah, it's an affair, Mark. It is? Yeah. But you're happy because you can't wait to get there, to get away from your old lady or old man. Oh, well, you're maybe happy. you're not married. Maybe you don't have doesn't a matter. significant other. Just the boss is the person you're having a relationship with. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I as mean, long as look you're at happy. Hillary and uh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, look at them. Yeah. They had, they Bill got, was happy. Bill was very happy. Matter of fact, he spread the happiness. He spread the happiness. He was not the- selfish. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, out of all these people, they say 7% have actually done this and that's one out of 14 of you and your co and your co-workers so your husband or a wife girlfriend or, or child or a child could be having an affair with the boss yeah because you know a lot of the kids we put through school they get <clears> they, <throat> they get their college degree and they mm-hmm. go out in the market mm-hmm. and they look hot mm-hmm. you know they got it. Hey, and they're going to go like, hey, we're go. going out for a couple of cocktails. You got to have a smile. Yeah, let's go. Hey, you want to go out for a cocktail couple tonight? A couple of cocktails. Yeah. We're going to discuss Always your opportunities. Leads. We'll discuss your future with the company. And uh, the more you say yes. Anyway, they released the, this little nugget inside a larger best boss survey, which found that managers have bonded more closely with employees during the Great Recession. Because things get tight. Uh, Usually in a platonic way. Oh, bull. Uh, uh, communicating more. Putting in more hours. Late night. Early di- mornings. Diving in during a crisis. Ooh, get into it. Diving, I like that. And workers have noticed the efforts and appreciate them. Now, some appreciate them more than others, Mark. Still like- only one in six employees 
say they interact with their managers on a social networking sites through a third, though a third, though, wish they hadn't befriended the boss, and nearly half limit what their supervisors can see. Because, you know, basically there's a lot of people that go out there to conferences and uh, convention. That's where most of the affairs start. Yeah, and you're having a couple of drinks, and you start bitching and moaning about things that aren't going right back at the Mm -hmm. home front. That's what happened to my ex. And next thing you know, you're just... In bed with each other. Yeah, having fun. And Being if happy. In bed with each other, you follow through. Being happy. Damn it, follow through, now, man. As for which celebrity boss they most like to work for, participants were given 15 choices, Mark. Did, now, is my name on there? Uh, no, my, our name's not. Our name's ended up there, but we I didn't like, say you, mine. No, your name didn't even end up. I ended up on the list, but I ended up about 10,000. I was at the bottom. Well, at least you're on a list. Yeah, you're not even on it. Oprah Winfrey, 37%. President Obama, 35%. Donald Trump, 28%. Michelle Obama, 26%. I mean, somebody would bed that. Uh, former President George W. Bush, 19%. Governor Schwarzenegger, 16%. Sarah Palin. My favorite. 15%. Martha now, Stewart. The, yes. These are people <clears throat> that are being mentioned that people would have a Yeah, as for which celebrity boss they most would like to work for. Wow. Not, not have sex. Who is number one? Uh, Oprah. O- Oprah? Oprah, yeah. Sarah Palin, 15%. Uh, Martha Stewart, 14%. Former uh, General Electric CEO Jack Welch, 12%. <laughs> Facebook co-founder CEO Mark Zuckerberg, Joe Torrey, 9%. Simon Cowell, 8%. <clears throat> Former uh, um, Big Penis CEO Tony Hayward, remember him? Yeah. Uh, none of the above, eight percent. I am so surprised that uh, none of the people that are being mentioned are like. Um, Where's all the Mel Gibson? Yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson would be a good one. Yeah, Howard Mel- Stern be good. Yeah, people like that. Uh, Joe Torrey and Mark Zuckerberg are tied near the bottom. Hmm. John and Ken from KFI. Um, yeah, John and Ken at KFI, KFI. They survey is time to uh, coincide with National Boss Day this Saturday. Oh, this is National Boss Day. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Secretary's Day is in uh, April. Oh, is that what it is? I always Uh, take care of my secretary. She appreciates me. uh I always take her to a ball game. Because there's nothing better than watching a bat and a ball. And, and having a hot dog. And having a Or hot grabbing hot some thighs. Oh, yeah. Or maybe the ball lands in her lap and you have to get it. You have there's to nothing, dive in. Nothing better than a hot dog. Well, we got to be more positive, Mark. I am positive. It's not, I didn't say cold dog. Cold dogs don't stand up. Yeah. Anyway, you listen to Renegade Talk where we don't sugarcoat uh, nothing. Um, crap. Stuff. I can't, I can't curse. Stuff. Stuff? Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we don't I know we're going to get stuff. a ton of emails saying, tell your boss to go to hell. <laughs> Fucking moron. You know? <clears throat> well, it's a little change of pace. No, I'm just trying to be nice and happy. I'm sick of being negative. Yeah, it's we're all not negative having news. heartburn today. No, no heartburn. Yeah. We're just kick back, relax. Blood Mar- pressure staying down low. Yeah, Marla's relaxing, watching ghost stories. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, she had a little bit of cannabis. Yeah, a little uh, beautiful day today. Oh, did she smoke some? As every day. Oh, okay. I didn't it's see a that. ritual. So it was my back was turned that way. Yeah, she smokes it before she prays right. to God. There you go. Oh, yeah, she goes to church. She's going to start going to church, she told me. She needs it. The little whore that she is, she's going to go to <laughs> church. That's not true. Don't spread it. Right, <laughs> it's Meg Whitman that's the whore. Oh, Meg Whitman's the whore. Brown's uh, feelings. You know what? I can't believe that those people actually talk like that. I mean, well, they there's could, a, well, one more debate. I, gotta, I can't wait to hear their debate where Meg goes, so, uh, Jerry, are you going to refer to me as whore today or Meg? You think she's going to do that? No. Mm. 
No, she's class. I just can't believe those people say that 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 salty language, pouty mouth. Yes, I, I you can. No, I can't. No, we're we're I, doing it for years. I look up to these people. Mark. <laughs> yeah. Now you're lying. No, I'm not. Yeah, you, you know are. What? Don't you don't look up to anybody. I do. I look up to Me- not Meg, and I look up. To, uh, I'm sorry, Meg Whitman, and I look up to Jerry Brown. There, uh, you know, and also I look up to uh, Palandino in New York, and I also look up to Richard Blumenthal in Connecticut. These people are really nice people, and how dare the media, the ostrich media or anybody like us say anything bad about them they are not they, they're, they're nice people mark you know what I'm, I'm tired of things being spun out of control and making them into bad people when they're really good people god i get so upset i'm like you know what I, I don't even know what to do with myself anymore I, i'm just getting really upset you're gonna join a monk uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to Tibet and become a monk. I think I'm going to run for Congress. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to be the happy guy. Yeah, there's a lot of ladies that'll make you happy I when know, you're in yeah, Congress. You I got know. the power. I got the power, baby. That's yeah. right. Anyway, so there's more happy news coming your way, everybody, Renegade Nation. Foreclosure delays may cost U.S. banks up to $6 billion. <clears throat> well, you know what? If they weren't foreclosing on them and, and they would negotiate deals with yeah, the homeowners, sure, then let people stay in the house. Then that'd be the happy way in the Just, pot. You know what? It would be like, can I Role play for you, yeah, Rich. I'm gonna call you. Okay. Yeah. Rich. Yes. This, this is Marky Mark. Yes. I understand you have problems making your uh, house payment. Uh yeah. I'm, I'm uh, about four months behind. Now, yeah, so. I noticed that. And uh, we are here to help you. We are the good bank. And what are you gonna do for me? Whatever we can. So you just let me know what you can afford each month. I can only afford eight hundred and fifty dollars a month because I lost my job. Fine. Eight hundred. Now, if you can only afford eight hundred, seven hundred, just send us what you can. We'll work with you because we don't want you to lose your house, and neither do we want to lose the bank. Okay, you got a deal. When can I come down and sign the papers? You don't sir. even need to sign the papers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, th- you- this contract that you were held to, uh-huh. ah, we'll throw it away. You're going to rip it up? Yeah, we'll throw it away. We'll just make sure that whatever you're going to pay, it's fine with us because we want you to stay in your home. Mark, thank you very much for calling me. Usually, I don't I don't pick up telemarketing calls, but I'm we, glad I picked your We are the good up. bank. Yeah, I got You it. just it's share called, the word. It's called the good bank now? The good bank. I love the, the, the good bank. Yes. Anyway, uh, faulty. It wasn't hard. Yeah, it's very simple. How, how simple, simplify Very easy. That? It's easy. It's positive. It's Throw happy. the contracts away and just be different. Just start over again. Anyway, faulty foreclosures may cost U.S. lenders $2 billion for every month that home seizures are delayed and the tab could reach $6 billion, according to uh, Paul Miller, the bank analyst at uh, FBR Capital Markets. Investigations of how banks are seizing homes may prolong foreclosures by as many as three months at a rough cost of 1000 a month for each property in the pipeline, blah, blah, blah. The real true cost is not the expenses. It's the drag in the foreclosure system what is the foreclosure system that's well, a bunch of broad sitting around, i'm sorry women <laughs> sitting around stamping their names on a piece of paper people people men oh, women oh, people it, oh it's people yes. it's oh it's other americans you gotta be politically correct it's other americans then yes okay. it might be people even from india could be <laughs> yeah every time i call my jc penny card Hello? I get somebody from India. Hello? <laughs> uh, uh, attorney generals, uh, consumer groups, and some lawmakers have pay, uh, pressed mortgage firms to follow Bank of America, the biggest U.S. lender, which last week suspended all foreclosures to check uh, whether faulty. See? See? There you go. Happy. Yes. Happy. Let us help you out. Positive. Uh, to check whether faulty documents were used to confiscate homes. <gasps> Faulty documents. Faulty documents. Well, that's probably because somebody just didn't know the new... See, there's a lot of new ways of doing things since the federal government is stepping in to help everybody out with Papa Obama. Maybe all these workers were having affairs. No, no, that's, oh. that's that might be true. That, that could be true. Yes, but we're trying to help the states out. And so mm-hmm. the new federal regulations are changing. Barney Frank is in charge. Mm-hmm. 
You know, so we don't want to blame him for this fiasco. Oh, three no, years Barney's, ago. A, Barney's a great Barney's guy. A good guy. He's a even, great guy. Even I though the, he's having a hard time trying to win this election this year. I, I love the way he talks. Oh, I'm sorry. That's negative. No, yeah, it's I, just he's always eating. I have to get away. <laughs> it's like to, me. It's hard to pronounce your okay. words when there's food I, in I, it. I have to get away from being negative. Also, now here's another thing that's really, really uh, happy. Uh, President uh, Obama also is rejecting a nationwide freeze on home foreclosures because of potential unintended consequences, whatever the fuck, I'm sorry, whatever that means. He wants to stop this act? He's rejecting a nationwide freeze. Well, I thought he he wanted to help everybody out. That's why I'm confused. Well, that's not what he said a little while ago. He said in Philadelphia. Maybe we just did you know, it must be a problem with us. It is. We are not understanding... Whatever he said. We, we can't read through the, 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 the rhetoric here. I wish to God I could really understand what he's trying. To, I know his heart is in the right place. He's trying to help us out here. So why would he not allow the banks to do what they think is best for the people? But he gave them all that money to the bank, didn't he? Right. Well, the, 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 the stimulus is the idea. So the money went from the government, the, from the taxpayers to the banks. To help out the homeowners. Right. Like, is, that, is that right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Now, a, a wider moratorium on seizures may endanger a U.S. economic recovery, said um, Christopher Dodd. Uh, and he said well, that, I trust him. He said that he's a great guy, he too. He's a good guy. He's a good man. Uh, said in a speech in New York uh, today, in fact, his panel has set a November 16th hearing to examine mortgage servicing and foreclosure practices. A broad sweeping moratorium is probably unwise. The Connecticut Democrat said there are many institutions that are actually engaging the foreclosure process intelligently and well and doing a good job, too, Mark, I might add. Well, I'm sure the people that are losing their houses are very happy about their great job they're doing and closing. Yeah, I don't know why those people deal. Why can't those people be happy? So what? They're losing their homes. (laughs) I mean, Mark, it's unintended consequences. It's unintended. Do you know what unintended consequences mean? No, I was going to ex- ask you. What can, does- you, can you explain the interpretation of unintended consequences? Well, I would imagine it's something like you didn't plan on losing your house, but yeah. now you did. Yeah, there you go, Mark. Because you couldn't make the payments. You yeah. lost your job <clears throat> or the interest rates went up that you weren't really uh, sure about. Yeah. Well, these remarks reinforce comments by White House Senior Advisor uh, David Axelrod, who said on CBS's Face the Nation on uh, October 10th, which was this past Sunday, that a moratorium may damage the housing market. Market. Hmm. Okay. What what cereal did he eat that morning? Well, right now, <laughs> um, how how much more could damage it? Everything uh, uh, is this. They're lo- yeah, it's already damaged. It's the unintended consequences. Well, we talked market. about this a couple of months ago. We got to look did. at the positive side of things. If the it, housing market gets lower and lower and lower, mm-hmm. then people on minimum wage can afford the house. And we were talking about how. If your house payment's only eight hundred bucks a month, mm-hmm. and you're paying rent twelve or thirteen hundred, mm-hmm. well, duh, duh. <laughs> uh, and you're a first-time buyer, unintended, and you're only making like ten bucks an hour, so you're making sixteen hundred bucks, you know, a month. But you got somebody else to sign on the paper. This is all positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine having a beachfront property like where we live. Yeah, we're beachfront. Yeah, we're, we're beachfront, and the house is only half of what it was three years ago. Yeah. So in three more years, it'll be half again. So I lost $300,000. I'm still you, happy. No, you really lost five hundred. Five hundred thousand. $500,000. i am sorry. If you had really purchased but the I'm, house, but, but you were smarter than But that. I'm happy. Yes, you are. I'm happy. That's right. Okay, now... Attorney generals in about 40 states may announce this week a joint probe of potential faulty foreclosures. 
at the largest U.S. banks and mortgage firms. I thought these people went to work and did their jobs correctly. Well, they're trying to. Oh, they're trying to. That's, yes. That maybe they're having affairs they're with the They're back from vacation. Oh. And they realize things aren't quite going as well as they should. The inquiry may focus on claims that employees at home lenders and loan services signed court documents without ensuring the information was accurate. Oh. So what do they do all day? Just sit there and stamp papers? Like the SEC. They watch a lot they of art. They watch a lot of No, 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 no. Don't say I it. said art. They watch art. That's art. Correct. Yes. Okay. It's just naked bodies. And another thing we want to say before we go, and this is really happy too. Now, <clears throat> U.S. cities face half a trillion dollars of pension deficits. Now, you worked all your life. Well, that means you don't have to retire. You just stay with your job. You just keep on working. Yeah, there's you your pension. Keep working and paying to a pension that doesn't exist. Yeah, there's your pension. Keep on working. Keep working, and you keep getting money in. Yeah, because in France, I know that's one of the biggest beefs right now. Is France wants people to last longer in their jobs that they can't retire as early, and people are upset with that. But we Americans, we love our jobs. We love working. So if we got to work till we're 75, so what? So we what? got we're, a job. Yeah, but see, Mark, we're programmed to work. We're, we're not programmed to have any fun. Yeah, the wife wants me to find a job. Yeah, and people want me to find a job, and I'm saying, no, I'm, why should I work? I'll let the government take care of me. I sit around, no, watch guys. That's, that's the issue here. The pensions oh. are not going to have the oh. money there for you well, to Well, I, I did around. have a pension, but that, the government took it all. <laughs> so now what do I do? I had a 401k yeah, that wiped out. We're going to work for Happy Meals. <laughs> You're going to work for Happy Meals. That's what we... <laughs> anyway, the gap at the municipal level would be... Uh, okay, anyway, these cities could be squeezed by unfunded public pensions as they and uh, counties uh, face a 70, $574 billion funding gap. Oh, boy, which is more happy news here at Renegade. Is that one... What, that $500 billion is from that's one? From, uh, that's all the public pensions, apparently. So far. $574 billion. Now, California is really, really in the deep pooper with all this. Uh, the gap at the municipal level would be an additional $3 billion in, in uh, unfunded liabilities already estimated for state-run pensions. Apparently, the people who work for the state uh, government and um, <clears throat> all these other pensioners Which are, is almost uh, half the state. Which they keep on saying to their husbands and wives, honey, just think five more years of this and we'll be free to f- travel the world and have a great time with our grandchildren. But that's not going to happen because they want to keep you working. And when you work, you're happy. If you sit around and do nothing, you die. You die. You die. So they're doing the right thing for you, Renegade Nation. They're saying, we're not going to give you this pension. It's all got wiped out by the economic chaos. That, who caused that anyway? They're still looking. Okay. They'll find out. That's why Obama's men are still checking things out. Anyway. So the city's really hurting that bad. New York City, San Francisco, and Boston. The total is more than 30,000 a household, and then in Chicago, it tops 40,000. Taxpayers in these areas risk not only local tax increases and service cuts to pay for the benefits. Well, wait a minute. Why should I be paying for your pension? I believe that people should rally together and start empty and trash themselves, Mm -hmm. start policing their neighborhood like we do. We do that. And if there's a fire, go get your garden hose and put it out. Put it out. Because it was last week (laughs) that that happened. Remember, somebody didn't pay their $75 fee. Uh The fire department showed up noticing that, oh, you forgot to pay your $75 fee. Oh, yeah. Remember that? That was and a couple weeks ago. And they allowed the house to burn down. If you don't pay your $75 Renegade Nation in the fire department, uh, they just won't show up. Let it burn. No, or, no. They oh, showed oh, up. Oh, they showed up and watched it burn. Yes. They there were making go. sure that the fire didn't get into a person who paid their $75. Oh, now I understand. So they controlled the fire. That's really negative. But you know the sad part was? What's the sad part, Mark? They had animals in the house. That and they burned. died too? Yeah, they died. They let the animals die. The animals died. 
Where did that happen? Where did that happen anyway? Um, in the United States. In the United States somewhere? <laughs> okay, Mark. Anyway, uh, we're going to end the show soon, but John Cusack, you know who that is. The Oh, um, we mentioned about him earlier. Yeah, well... I, I like him. He is a hell of an he actor. He basically is attacking uh, former House Majority Leader Dick Armey, f- uh, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich in Fox News. I am for a satanic death cult center at Fox News uh, headquarters and outside the offices of uh, Oric Army and Newt Gingrich and all the GOP welfare freaks. I believe that Christine O'Donnell and him are our future match. Anyway, Cusack has been outspoken about <laughs> politics. He supported Barack Obama in the 2008 presidential election and has contributed to the Huffington Post. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, but uh, this is the first known time he has stopped his stoop to the level of making threats. Well, he's not threatening. He's just speaking his mind freely. His provocative tweets could easily incite a rabid fan to commit violent, 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 violent acts against Fox News headquarters. That's looking at it in a wrong way. And other he names. I hope he doesn't name us. No. No. John, I love you, John. Yeah, we love you. I love his shows. He's a funny guy. John Cusack has has to know that his words carry weight because he is an actor beloved by many generations of folks who may not get his humor and might think he is calling for something more sinister. See, the responsibility is on him not to abuse his fame, to influence something negative on the off chance that even one person takes his words to heart. That will never happen. Because look at how Rush Limbaugh and Hannity and everybody else talks about Full of hate. Well, they, they do get excited. I don't like people that we, are hateful. We ourselves were pretty excited yesterday. I like going to the supermarket because the cashiers always smile at me. That's right. And they say, how are you today, sir? Yes. And, and I go, and oh, then, I'm doing and, just great. And then uh, she asked if you were free tonight. She asked me if I was free, and I said, no. Yes, yeah, so you're I'm busy. I'm tied up. Yes. I'm busy. I'm going to be tied up. See, notice I didn't curse the whole time. You, I'm listening to my boss. You're doing a great job. Jack, am I doing a good job? Said I, I, I'll hear about it later. Oh, the phone's already ringing. Anyway, ironically, uh, Kusak has been signed to play Edgar Allan Poe in The Raven, a movie about a serial killer <laughs> who uses Poe's stories as inspiration for his killing sprees. Oh, yeah, I saw that, which I will definitely go see. Yeah, okay. You, you go for it, John. I thought we had one other good thing to talk about. Uh, California to sell 24 government buildings. Yeah, for- see? Yeah, there you Real go. Real estate, again, they're going to be selling property really cheap. There you go. And we can make some money that way. The state announced on Monday it is selling 24 government office buildings, including the Ronald Reagan State Building in Los Angeles and the San Francisco Civic Center to a group of private investors for $2.3 billion. And I'm from China. China. Yeah, China. I do deal with you. We get good deal. We get good deal, and we make uh, you we we raise prices. Yes, and yeah. we charge you high rent. We charge you high rent. Yes, you sell to us. We you we charge high rent back to you. To you. We yeah. we agree. Yeah. Sign deal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the sale will allow us to bring in desperately needed revenues. Desperately. And, and free the state from ongoing cost and risk of owning real estate. That's what Mr. Schwarzenegger said. It'll help the pension. And the lawmakers included the sale as part of the state budget last week. So say goodbye to the Los Angeles uh, uh, Civic Center or the San Francisco Civic Center. Goodbye. Goodbye. I like no. I like new building. So I take over. They don't say actually who is buying the no, property. I don't though. think they are. Who's saying. got the money? To Apparently buy the property. somebody does. So 24 buildings. Really, it was me, Mark. 24 buildings. Yep, 24 buildings. So besides the two you mentioned, what other uh, facilities are going to be departing um, from our state coffer, our assets 
Uh, it doesn't say. There's, um, the state said it received more than 300 offers to purchase the buildings back in April. Okay. Uh, a second round of offers came in May 11th, which exceeded the state's $2 billion estimate. Uh, some of these buildings uh, being sold include the Attorney General's office. Uh, I guess Jerry Brown's getting kicked out. Anyway. <laughs> well, G- you goodbye, know Jerry. The one thing I like about Jerry, when he became governor, he didn't live in the mansion. He I, lived in a nice little uh, apartment. Yeah, he didn't private, want the limousine. Yeah. He was always kind of like, uh, hey, we're keeping it bare to the minimum. Yeah, Marla's grandfather lived in that mansion. Yeah. He was the, he was the uh, gray, the governor of California. Opened okay. up the Pasadena Freeway. You know what? I would invite, I have a spare room. I'd invite Jerry yeah, to live Jerry, with Jerry, live, live in Huntington Beach, yeah, five blocks from the with beach. Me, buddy. Hey, see all the hot broads. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's what's going on in California. Say goodbye to the Ronald Reagan State Building. It'll be called Hung Wong Low Building. <laughs> and the uh, San Francisco <laughs> Center called Ching Chang Chong. Ow, I just bit my tongue. Ow, ow. Anyway. Damn. Okay. Stay positive, Mark. If you stay positive, things happen well, positive. Well, this is positive. If we, this is good karma. At least someone's buying the buildings. We make a little bit of money, pay the debt back so the banks aren't going out. Yeah. You know, people are going to uh, retire, so we don't need that many people running the uh, state. That's a great idea, Mark. There's a lot of people state, leaving yeah. the state. They're le- getting out of California. Yeah, I got a lot of paperwork on people leaving, going to Oklahoma and Texas and uh, even outside our country now. And we're going to Belize. We're we gonna, are. Yeah, we're, we're going to be broadcasting from Belize yeah. in the tropics. In the tro- <laughs> then Goodbye. we really are going to have a good time. And we're going to be really happy. Guess what? We won't get sick. There's no Happy Meals there. No McDonald's. Well, I don't get sick. I do. Oh. Anyway, we're going to go. Hey, uh, thanks, Renegade Nation, for listening. We really appreciate it. You know how we are. We don't sugarcoat shit. We're just having fun today. And we'll be happier tomorrow. We'll be happier tomorrow because there's really good news coming on Thursday. Cannabis Thursday will be back. And of course, Sex Friday, we might have somebody really interesting coming on board. Someone that's into... Empowering women. Ooh, now that is what I like, an empowered woman. Empowered woman. I like a woman that's in charge. So Patty Cakes will be here Thursday, Cannabis Thursday. Don't forget Sex Friday. My name is Richie Kepler along with Marky Mark. Marla's on uh, sick leave due to... Sabbatical leave. Sabbatical leave due to surgery on her lower back by her beautiful ass but she will be back kissing my ass tomorrow, I hope. And uh, Renegade Nation, thanks for listening. We are out of here. The number one internet shock radio network. Fuck you. Renegade Talk Radio.